Ladies and gentlemen, for you, for all of us, for this is a Fred Daly Productions podcast. Ah, uh, my purpose is disappointment. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's gl- it's glorious. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it. Spoilers ahead. Yes, yeah, spoilers ahead. But for now, cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Finished. Finished. Five. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello. <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. And I am furious at Zaslav. A Michael Lister. <laughs> <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it through the medium of everything that we have. We're going to give to you, the viewers or listeners or whatever. We're not going to put what we just did and put it in a vault just for tax purposes. Oh, God, what did I miss? They, <laughs> well, for listeners who, uh, who, who uh, know what I'm talking about, um, they decided to put in a, a sort of a live-action cross-animated uh, film called uh, Coyote versus Acme, which was going to come out, like, February next year, and oh, the John Cena one, the John Cena and uh, and the Will Forte uh, movie that was yes, that was ranking high on the um you know for the viewership um when they're doing test screenings decided to say hey, <laughs> well we're not going to release it, uh, we're going to have a tax tax break out of it, three million dollars, three million dollars, even though the movie costs seven million. 70 million. Um, what the hell? Yes. Uh, I'm angry. The world's angry. Fuck off, Zaslav. <laughs> you got, yeah, get fucked, actually. You, That's ridiculous. You get. <laughs> you did it to the Scooby Doo 2 movie. I, understandable. It's Scooby Doo. And okay. Then you do it to Bat Batgirl. Yeah. Which we could have had an awesome movie, even though it could, probably wouldn't make sense because it had uh, J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon and Michael Keaton as Batman, and it doesn't really uh, understand. I understand that, possibly, because it wouldn't make sense to the average viewer. But still, it would have been good. But this, I was really looking forward to this movie. Because I didn't like Space Jam 2, but what came out of yeah. it was this idea. And with uh, James Gunn being the producer of it as well, and he put his all his like, fingers on it because, you know, John Cena was doing the thing as well, and it's going to have Will Forte as um, uh, uh, Coyote's um, lawyer, so it was going to be... Uh, little guy versus big business, and it's like, yeah, that's got that's got to be cool. No, we're not going to have that. 
ever. Until oh. 30 years, and then we'll probably see it. <laughs> if they're going to start like this dusting out some stuff, it's like, oh, this was a thing, and then they, and then we're going to have a cabin in the woods sort of thing. This is this is heartbreaking. I'm just reading. Sorry, I knew I did know. Uh, just for full disclosure, p- viewers and listeners, um, I did know this movie had been cancelled. I didn't actually realize. Uh, the full there extent. There was a lot of news this week, mm. and I didn't realize the full extent. So I, I, it kind, I kind of glossed over this completely. And now I'm, I'm just you're watching me react to it in live, live time, and I'm just Wait. fuck, fuck it. We're doing it live. <laughs> fuck it. We're doing it live. That's thank you for bringing that up. Um, yeah. That's nah. The, that's not okay. Yeah. The people who have seen it says this was a really <sighs> good movie. I mean, people like generally enjoyed it, and. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... It doesn't make sense. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. No, I mean, just put it out in cinemas. Like, who fucking cares if you, you're not invested in Max anymore? Just put it in the cinema. This movie, surely, would have done fucking amazing for them. Mm. Like, it's fucking Wiley e. Coyote. It's John Cena. Will Forte. Like, come on. Oh, oh, God. Oh, okay. So, anyway... How was your week, Kendall? <laughs> anyway, I'm glad we've got a lot of good stuff to talk about this episode. Yeah, that was the biggest bummer hell. of the week. Oh. I was actively going, fucker. Nah. Fuck. Fuck Zaslov. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking rip, oh. ripping. Ripping WB apart and just selling it off for scraps, because uh, that's essentially what he's doing. Yeah. Oh God. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just taking a moment to just mourn the loss of what could have been, and just grieve at the uh, the, the the graveyard in the graveyard that is Warner Brothers as it starts to fill up all its plots. Mm. Jesus fucking Christ. Um. Okay. All right. Let's, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Michael, um, <laughs> we've got a lot to get through. Uh, a lot of, as I said, really positive news and some great discussion, I'm sure. So um, please begin the show as, as or well, actually, before we do that, I should say, obviously, Fulia is not here. Oh, um, yeah. Sorry, everybody. Um, dear Fulia, uh, still hard at work doing a theatre thing. Um, theatre so, is good. Um, Theatre is good. Theatre is great. Um, theatre is life. And, uh, and theatre is life. And we support theater her wholeheartedly. Theatre is love. Yeah, okay, that's enough. Gamer, <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop it, Ron. Um, but she's, yeah, so she's not going to be uh, on the show today. And, um, yeah, but, of course, I, I'm hoping we'll get her back on hopefully next week. And we can we can chat. Uh, we can catch up with her and chat all things uh, Loki and the Marvels uh, with Fulia when she comes back. Yeah. Um, but um, but until then, Michael. Hello. Hello. What have you been watching? I haven't been watching much because I've been in my own theatre show and every waking hour I'm just going over lines and, and stuff. But um, probably two things I can mention. Um, like a couple of uh, probably like two or three uh, when, when it came out um 
I, I can say. I watched the uh, Five Nights at Freddy's movie. And oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, and that was a bit of fun. I can mm-hmm. understand why people are a bit hesitant to go to it, especially if you've never, like, parchanced into the into like deep lore when it, when it comes to those games. Uh, so right. so it would be a bit of a struggle for like a new new up and comer that's like, oh, I don't understand this. Why what why 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 <laughs> why? So maybe watch a breakdown of like like the lore of of fri- right. of uh, Friday nights. Friday nights at Fred's. May it rest in peace. <laughs> May it rest in peace. Oh my god! <laughs> Throwback. Um, Throwback. Yeah, uh, and now the writer, uh, the actors' strike is up. Uh, Matthew Lillard, who's also in this movie, um, did a couple mm. of interviews, and apparently his kids like, like, <laughs> was really excited that he's actually in it. Uh, and say, hey, I've got this uh, role in uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. It's like, oh my god, Dad, do it, do it. <laughs> and then, like, what are you gonna, who are you gonna play? The, the protagonist, the, the the main guy, the one of them is like, oh, it's a character called William Afton. Uh, oh my god, do it, do it. <laughs> and then they saw, and the and his kids saw the movie. It's like, and one of his kids, I think, it was like his oldest, so just started crying. It's like, this is the best thing you've ever done. <laughs> and it's so sweet. And Matthew Litter's doing like a, a bit of a renaissance at the moment. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the bi- biggest things is a lot of people saying, "Hey, get him back in the Scream franchise." Like, I know a TV fell on him and he's possibly dead, but <laughs> come on, he he can come back. He can come back. Come back. He can come back. Yeah. Come back. So come back. so I. As I said, so mm. I was just gonna say, um, because you know, obviously, I, I enjoy my horror. Mm. Um, I, I've never played the game, I'm very obviously aware of what the game is. Um, should I like, w- like you did just mention, but should I watch some like lore, some YouTube stuff maybe before going to see it? Yeah, or just go straight in? Yeah, possibly. I mean, you can okay, you can always watch the movie and then watch a breakdown of the movie like afterwards. Oh, like, sure, oh, that okay. makes sense, yeah. But um, yeah, probably, probably, yeah, I don't know because because yep. it, it is like a, a an American PG um, uh, horror. So uh, yeah, there's a couple of cool bits in it, but no, nah, 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 I don't know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a big I don't know burger. <laughs> if you would like it or not. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe I'll watch it on streaming one day. Yeah. Well, it, w- yeah. it was on Peacock at the same time when it got released, and it's, uh, it's done right. big game busters. Uh, but you know, unfortunately, yeah, they've made a lot of money. Unfortunately, huge drop off at on the second <laughs> second week. It's uh, like, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. But that's all right. Yeah. So maybe there's going to be a number two. I, I think they did like a three picture deal. Um, because you know, you know how Blumhouse do their do their stuff. Uh, it's like mm. shocking, like right, cool stuff, and then. Maybe, and we won't mention the uh, Exorcist thing. We won't. We won't mention the Exorcist. No, we won't mention the Exorcist. This time it's two. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> this time it's two. This time it's two little girls, and we won't account the the other sequels. This is the direct sequel. We're just going to do what we did in fucking uh, Halloween. But yeah, yeah, it's fine. Mm. I will mention my second thing, and it'll probably lead into you. I watched the second episode of Invincible. Woo. Man, this is so good, so good, so much fun. <laughs> Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Yeah, just the character developments in the in these shows and and the different story arcs that are in be, in between and and yeah, they're de- dealing with uh, multiverse and uh, are we sick of it? Mm, yeah, possibly, but <laughs> they they're doing it in a different sort of way. It's actually uh, being a character development piece. Uh, it, it looks like, uh, but. They're not just doing multiverses like, hey, we're going to put in a different cameo because it's it's early days for Invisible. There's only been one season, so they can't really do like, hey, this is it's, you remember fucking uh, fucking uh, Keanu Reeves? No, <laughs> Keanu Reeves is a Superman, and and the other guy, <laughs> Christopher Reeves. I know, I got my rhymes crossed. I'm I'm uh, my streams. The streams are crossing. Yeah. Spoilers. Cross the streams. Spoilers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm really enjoying it. And yeah, great. Yeah. And and Mark's mum is breaking my heart. Oh man. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Kendall? What I have think... you been watching? Yes. Well, Invincible. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. Um. Yeah. No. Uh, Sandra O oh, just fucking knocking it out of the park with this voice performance she's doing. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Like, oh my god. Um, yeah, yeah. Her her storyline is um, yeah, is definitely the one that's tugging at the heartstrings the most, and you know, well, just I mean, the whole Grayson family aspect of you know the center center focus of just dealing with the fallout of of you know Omni Man and all of that mm. crap. Um, yeah, and then yeah, I don't know, and then you know Mark trying to juggle his. Um, you know, twilight teenage years with, you know, being a superhero and working for Cecil and, and all of that. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. No, it's 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 good. Like, it's just a good... It's just a very fucking well-made superhero show that handles its characters so well. Like, the nuances are amazing and, um, yeah, the performances are great and it's, and it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's it's just a great time. Yeah, it's, I'm so glad to be back. Mm, it's bringing like life back to the superhero genre. Where, where yeah. At the moment, it's getting a bit stale, and there's it is a little. And there's no stakes, and no one cares. <laughs> it's like, can we do something different, please? Thank you for Loki, yeah. but Jesus Christ. Yeah, let's do something. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, but yes, Invincible. Um, I'm up to that date on that. Um. I did. I haven't. I'm not up to date on Rick and Morty. I haven't watched today's episode, but I did watch last week's one, and I can't. It's been a fucking long week for me, so I can't remember. Spaghetti. What the hell happened? Oh yeah. <laughs> the spaghetti. That was fucking hilarious. I just given the fact that we, you know, we're dealing with fucking people turning into spaghetti in Loki at the moment, and his. <laughs> fucking suicide people turning 
Don't eat the spaghetti. Yeah, um, trigger warning for self-harm. Yeah, literally. Um, but it, it kind of like... Uh, it was so... It was actually really just deep in a lot of ways too for a show that was like really like leaning into how bad like how bad cap- a capitalistic society can be when they could take advantage of a, of a gimmick and stuff and just how quickly you can go down a dark path that leads to the end of the world. Um, <laughs> that was fun. But I f- that fucking watching that dude's life. Ah. Mm. Uh, I was nearly in tears. It was like a five, it was like a five minute segment of the episode, and they let you s- experience this guy's life. And I, by the end, I'm just like, oh my god, it, can we watch his show? Like I was just, I was, wow. And because like in the music choice as well, like it was all yeah. I was like, fuck man, Rick and Morty is bringing it yeah. this season. Like definitely not like at you know, at its top, but it's coming. Out of the the shambles of the the controversies and whatnot, it's um yeah it's yeah. proving itself to still be a great show. Like this episode definitely is up up with uh, some of the good ones. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, so that was yeah that was freaking awesome. Um um okay well um I what do I talk about next? Okay, well I went to the movies three times last week. Three. <laughs> Uh, three. I only, I only went to three. once, and it was just a <laughs> run of the mills. Like, oh, I can actually make it in time. <laughs> yeah. So you went to see three movies, or three, or one of the same. Oh well, three times. I mean, I saw. Yeah, no, I saw three different movies. Ah, yes. that's right. Yes, clarifying. I have not seen the Marvels more than once yet. Um, Yet being the keyword. Well, why I'll would probably go wh- and see? Why it, it it was very tightly packed. You don't really need to watch it again. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. So uh, the first thing I saw last week uh, was a movie called Dumb Money. Oh yes. Um, yes, yes. So this is about the uh, true game story. Stock stock market controversy that only happened a couple of years ago. I didn't realize how recent it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I don't really pay attention to this kind of. They were fighting for the stuff, movie rights while it was still happening. Oh, were they really? <laughs> Fucking yeah. I mean, that explains it so much because literally this this happened. A book came out about it, and then they made this movie based on the book, and it, within two years, um, like fucking yeah. Just go go go! Let's do this. Um, and yeah, it was a great it was a great movie. Um, you know, it was directed by Craig Gillespie, who did I Tonya and um, yeah, did he do The Big Short? No. Yes. No. Anyway, I can't remember. Um, what else he's done? I swear to God, hang on, my brain is just a pile of goop this week. That's all right. I'll, um, I'll do a little dance just to cover the time. Do a little dance while I IMDb. Craig do a little Gillespie, dance. Like, Make a little no. love. Get down tonight. Yeah. Get down tonight. So the Riddler's um, in it. And Yeah, Paul Dano, yes. And Green Hornet. Yeah. Oh, he did no, yeah, he did um Cruella. Oh, oh. Yes, 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 yes. He did Cruella as well. Um, I like that movie. And yeah, it's a good movie. Um and da, 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 da. yeah, I Tonya, yeah, he Pam and Tommy, he was involved with that. The miniseries. 
Um, oh, there you go. Yeah, not big. It's not the big shot. Why did I think? That explains. Uh, it's just. <laughs> yeah, that explains uh, Seth, yeah. Seth Rogen. Because he's in and, I, Tony. And Sebastian's. And, yeah, and Sebastian's stand as well. Oh, he's in it too. Mm hmm. Yeah, and in Pam and Tommy. The Winter so, Soldier. It's like. He's, yeah, he's one of those uh, directors that has the same actors more than once, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, I don't know why I thought it was Big Short. That's fucking... That's okay. McKay, Adam McKay, I think. Anyway, my brain, as I said, is fried. Um, but regardless, yeah, it was a good movie. Like, I, you know, Paul Dano was fantastic in it. Um, the whole cast was really, really good. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it was just, it was just, like, incredible to see how fucked, like, Wall Street really just is. Yeah. Um, and just, like, how... How influential, uh, you know, someone on YouTube, hi, uh, can be uh, the power that they can have, um, you know, if they know what if they know what they're talking about and they reach their audience, um, and everyone buys in literally to the hype, um, yeah. then um, you you can become a millionaire. And like that was, it was just gobsmacking just to watch it unfold, um, but um, and just. The, but it was also kind of nice to watch like these hedge fund assholes get their comeuppance, <laughs> holding um, the bag. But yeah, mm. but even then, they didn't actually get any comeuppance. No, uh, no, really. So, like, they got off scot free yeah. after the whole thing. They pretty much, yeah. Which is they yeah. pretty much is like, hey, poor people, you you can't use the same methods that we we use. Stay stay poor. You're not allowed. Shape You're not allowed. We 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 know the system. We gain the system. That's our system. No, you normies should know what this is. <laughs> what's a Reddit? What's what's a Reddit? I don't know. Um, but anyway, it was a good good movie. I, Mike, I reckon I reckon you'd enjoy. It. I reckon you would enjoy. It. I just don't have the yeah. money to go to more than one movie. No, that's fair. Go, yeah, you don't need to go to the cinemas to see it. You could definitely watch it on um, on streaming, um, wherever, whatever streaming service it decides to come out on. Uh, some streaming um, service called Pirate Bay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we don't condone. We don't condone. Um, anyway, uh, then, yeah, this, the next movie I went to the cinemas and saw, um, we will talk about later. Um, so the third I haven't one heard that movie I went before. and saw last... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the third one I saw, um, was a movie called Foe, uh, and this was, um, shot in Australia, directed by an Australian, Garth Davis, who did Lion. Oh. Um, so yeah, and it's based on a book, um, stars, uh, Saoirse Ronan and Paul Meskell, um, both Academy Award nominated actors. And um, it's essentially, it's like a sort of a dystopian sci-fi light. Like it's not very, like it's set in the near future um, and the earth is fucked uh, in a similar way to like how it's fucked in Interstellar, like the planet's dying, like they've depleted all the resources and shit, but they're not at the point of abandoning everything yet. But but humans, a lot of humans living in space, but this couple, this married couple, they're still living in their, you know, family home that's been passed down through generations in the Midwest in America and um, they're just trying to, to get by and then one of them gets offered the opportunity to go live up in the space station. Not both of them, just one of them. Mm. Um, 
And I think we've seen the trailer that, for this one. We did the trailer yeah, in the trailer park a couple of months ago. Name. Yeah, because then one of because that that same one he's going to get replaced um, with a well with an AI clone Re- essentially. <laughs> replicant. Yeah. A replicant kind of thing, yes. So it's, yeah, and then it's just basically the fallout of how do they deal with their marriage essentially about to end and he's going to be replaced and blah. It's, so it's it's a psychological drama with, with sci-fi stuff in it and, um, you know, and it's so it's there's a lot of dialogue but it's shot beautifully. It's acted tremendously well, like, holy fuck. Um, especially Paul Mescal, I was like transfix he has there's this one scene he has this monologue and it just goes into this just mania and it was like fucking i yeah chills it was just amazing so so, yeah it's a really really good film it's like a master class in in um in acting and and directing i think it was it was an awesome movie i'm definitely gonna go maybe oh well maybe watch it again but watch it again at some point because it was just it was awesome. So if you like kind of, you know, movies that kind of examine, you know, parts of humanity mm. um, and relationships and, and um, yeah, have she just existential sort of shit as well a little bit. Um, yeah. Then that, it, then I highly recommend Foe. It was really good. I think I'm going to go read the book too because mm. um, it was it was written, the script was written by the guy who wrote the book too. Like, I think it was co-written uh, with the director. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was blown away. I thought it was great. I loved it. Cool. Um, yes. And then the last thing I want to mention, and you'll be very happy to hear this. I have gotten back into watching Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. After, after like two, three weeks of no who, I have some who. Um, granted, I didn't watch that much, but I did manage to get closer to the end of, um, of season three. Um, so I watched, um, let's see, uh, the Lazarus experiment 42 and then the two parter human nature and the family of blood. Um, um, Lazarus experiment was, was interesting watching Mark, Mark Gatiss, uh, you know, be Benjamin Button, so to speak. Um, that was kind of, that was kind of interesting. And like, uh, it was kind of good to go back to earth and have Martha come back with her family again and the doctor meet her mum, and we have to do the whole, and he, he comments on it about the mother's being a problem. Like, yeah, like Rose's mum was initially, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that was, that was all right. That was a bit of fun. 42 was interesting. Um, I was excited at first because I was like, oh, this is written by Chris Chibnall. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah, yeah, but this episode I didn't, I didn't love, I will say, only because I feel like the, like, last season they did a better space, stranded, stranded in space role, getting picked off one by one, uh, that two-parter, um, I think that was, that was better, but this was, like, cool, but it was, that just didn't really do much for me. No. Um, unfortunately, but, um, but anyway. How much trivia do Um, you know? How much trivia do I know? Uh, not well. I, you are the king of Doctor Who trivia, so I am. I am but a peasant in this field. Uh, opening the doors, opening the doors. You've got to know like twenty first century um, trivia. Very, very convenient. Very convenient. Mm. I think that's mm. the episode. 
could be thinking of Satan's pit. Anyway. Maybe. Yeah. And the That was the one that did it better. Yes. Um Yes. And then uh Human Nature and uh, Family of Blood. <laughs> the Family of Blood. What a fantastic two part. Yeah. I I really liked these two episodes. Um like so much. Like I yeah, I'm definitely gonna, you know, like I caught up with Phil last week and he was telling me that they're like you can kind of just pick and choose some episodes like you don't need to sit down and watch everything like you can just go back and just like you know at any point like you know when you recommended me the list like you Mm. know you were just like here you go watch these like and I kind of I didn't have to know certain things really beforehand I can they're just all standalones but so this one is like a two-parter I will go back to and watch this might be one of my favorite ones so far yeah um and just fucking David Tennant just (laughs) breaking my fucking heart oh my god Oh my god! Just watching him like I don't want to die. I don't like. I'm like, no, you're not gonna die, but technically you are, I guess. I don't know how this works, but just him, the 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 sheer sorrow and agony of like having to make that decision of like, you know, does he, does he, you know, cho- does he be selfish and choose to continue living, but it, but you know, it could be so much worse, obviously, for everyone, and or does he, yeah. you know, sacrifice himself? And then let the doctor come back. And, yeah, because all, uh, yeah. all he knows is his memory that is invented. So yeah. So you are essentially killing off a character when that happens. Yeah, 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 a hundred percent. I yeah, that was. But yeah, but then again, astounding. at what cost? Because yeah, this is at the end of um, Family of Blood. This is when we get to see the Doctor is a very complex character. Oh, man. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. That was... what. Wow. Yeah, what a way it, to finish. Would it be a little bit over the top? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So essentially, yeah, and this is what leads to a, a an arc in, uh, say, Big Finish, the audio adventures of uh, mm. Time Lord Victorious, where okay. there's like a, an offshoot journey that the Tenth Doctor does, where he does turn. And I'll leave it at that because there's another episode oh. that might be coming up. But you probably won't see that until after the 60th. So, um, yeah, it's close to his re- regeneration and he's coming to terms okay. of his own like uh, his own legacy and, and all that. So Yeah, right. Yeah, so <sighs> the, this does have elements of a uh, little bit of evil. <laughs> Especially, yeah. yeah. Especially with the um, with the family and and what happens to them. I mean, sure, they tried to kill a lot of people, but that punishment is. Does the punishment like, fit the crime? Yeah, like that's just. Yeah, I think you know what I think it is too, and I don't want to keep. I don't want to stay off top. Not that this is off topic, but you know what I mean? Just dragging, dragging this out. But you know what it is too? I think part of it is like, because these are the, the, these are the last of their kind too, right? I believe so. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah. 
And they're hunting him and he's the last of his kind. So unless it was like him, like the way maybe he reconciled it with himself, he's like, well, I'm not going to destroy another species. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to wipe out a species. But then, uh, but maybe, I don't know if that's, that doesn't work. Because I think what he, he's, he has been trying to wipe out the Daleks for what they did. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Mm. Maybe he doesn't want to mm. live with the ideas like I don't I don't want to be the un, uh, the oncoming storm I don't want to be this I don't want to be the end product of a complete genocide of a of a of a race of a yeah of a species yeah. yeah again and again again exactly yeah so in order yeah. to save them from him he decided to do that thing <sighs> yeah yeah, and keep an eye. That was fucking brutal. And do keep an eye on the fog watch. Oh, it comes back. Well, it comes back in flux. Oh. Yeah, that. Wow, that, I for, I forgot about that. That's Jesus, a, that's all right. So did everyone else? It's like, is this going to happen? Is this going to be a story that's like dangling? Is like, oh well, no, okay. Anyway, but. Thought I'd seen that watch before. But anyway, yeah. But anyway. Anyway, it may, so yeah, it may or may not come back again. May or may not come back again. Um, but yeah, f- fucking fantastic string of episodes. Um, yeah, I could just... We could just turn the podcast into talking about yeah. how much I fucking loved it. Because right. there is much more about Family of Blood, I, this two-parter, I would love to say. But we'll be here all night. That's right. Um, and we got a lot to say. Yes. We've got a lot to say. And remember, so, Kendall, you have two weeks get... to get everything done. Yes, I, I know. Literally, I've got less than two weeks now. Well, ooh, um, I think. Because it's, yes, we're just on two weeks. I'll be fine. I've only got four episodes less left of season three, and then f- like 13 or four. So I can do it. Hmm. Uh, I believe in me. Um, all right. I believe in Let's... you. I believe in you. Let's do this. All right. That's. That's yes, let's do this. That's the weekly watchings. Let's get right on in to the nerdy news. Yeah. This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Okay. Nerdy news time. Mm. And first cab off the rank uh, in terms of fantastic news. The strike is over. Oh, rejoice. 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 SAG, AFTRA, um, and the AMPTP have reached a deal. They've reached an agreement. Um, And it's just wonderful news. After 118 days, the longest actor strike in history, I think it is. Until um, the next one in 2026. And, yeah, until <laughs> when the until the next contract renegotiation. Um, <clears throat> but yes, just marvelous news to see um, that they've come to a deal um, that they're you know ev- all parties are happy with. Um, it's you know from what I've sort of seen, it sounds like it's a very good deal as well um, because it, you know a couple of the main things that they were. Um, picketing for they're arguing for was you know better pay for streaming residuals um, Mm. because that pretty much didn't exist 
at all. So now um, they're actually going to be uh, bringing that in. Um, so that's really, really cool. Protections regarding AI was the other huge thing, um, and they've come to an agreement on, on that. That's the biggest so, sticking uh, point. That was the biggest sticking point, yeah. So they're, it's, they're basically put in um, consent and compensation guardrails, they called them, um, yeah, uh, regarding the use of AI. So, um, you know, so the actors can feel protected and that they will have a say in what is done with their image um, in regards to AI. So that's absolutely fantastic. Also raised uh, pensions and health caps. Um, what else? Um, da -da 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 -da. Yeah, just, oh yeah, more than, well, this is another big one, more than $1 billion in new wages and benefit plan funding. Like, that's a fuck ton of money mm. um, that's going to go to a lot of people and hopefully we'll get to some people that desperately need it, um, especially, you know, the, the, the background actors and the extras and, the, you know, the, the smaller time um, actors, you know, that aren't A-list, you know, that deserve <coughs> the same amount of pay, really. Yeah. Um, so hopefully it, this is huge for them as well. Um, but yeah, really great to see it's, it's ended and it's ended happily. Um, and it's, you know, we're, we can return to normal. And I just, just before I throw to you, Mike, I just, it's so lovely just to now scroll through my feed and just see the floodgates have opened on Instagram of like all the actors I follow posting about all their projects. Like, cause you know, last week I said, I finished the fall of the house of Usher. Mm. I've just, I just, now I'm just scrolling and I'm seeing all of their posts. Like Mike, Mike Flanagan, Rahul Coley and Kate Siegel, just, just spam, spam, spam with everything. Um, yeah. And then like, you know, people like Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston can promote their projects. Um, you know, they've both been on late night and both been doing other things. So it's just, I'm like, oh my god, the world feels normal again. <laughs> so yeah, so that's a nice kind of a, a consequence of, of this coming to an end for us fans. So yes, Mike, how are you feeling about the strike coming to an end? Uh, I'm happy. Uh, time to get back, get back down to business. And yeah, unfortunately, after this is going to be a bit of a lull for things to come out. So. Yeah. Prepare to be bored. Anyway, <laughs> if you are a constant to be bored. Uh, consumer of media. But it was for a good cause. Mm -hmm. Until the next one. Until the next one, yes. Um, well, speaking of uh, dry periods, um, our next item in the news is, is Marvel-related. And um, this is... I'm actually okay with this i mean i'm sad that there's just there's more delays on things but i'm okay with this with saying this deadpool 3 is going to be the only marvel movie out next year good 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 i'm okay with this yeah i'm i'm totally okay with this like we need they they're they're acknowledging that they need to slow down and they're actually fucking slowing down um so that's that's really really nice to see um I can't remember the last time there was a year with only one Marvel movie. It might have, it might be the Avengers. It might be the first Avengers in 2012. That was the only MCU movie that came out that year. Because every year after that, there's been I think minimum two. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's the first time in over ten years, uh, <laughs> if my info is correct. 
Um, so that's huge as well. But yeah, Deadpool 3, um, it has got a new release date though, I should mention. So um, it was supposed to come out uh, in May, um, uh, May the 3rd, but now it's uh, being moved to the 26th of July. Um, so that's fine. Put it smack bang in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh, other films that are moving out of 2024, we were supposed to get next year. So that's Captain America, Brave New World. Um, well, they have to go back to reshoots. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. Apparently, they're doing a fuck ton of reshoots, a fuck ton. Um, but that's okay. Maybe because of recent events, they probably need to rejigger some stuff. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Um, but yes, that's being moved um, uh, back uh, to 2025 uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, mm. 20... no. I'll take my wife who doesn't like. Marvel's superhero <laughs> shit. Except for Batman. As long as... I can say, yeah, it's Batman. It's the new Batman. Batman. We're going to see Batman. No, this is Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> just just say it's it's Captain America, Brave and the Bold. Maybe that'll work. Shit. Say, Isn't Captain America white? Oh, Lord. Hey, she doesn't know. Yeah, Chris, Chris <laughs> Evans from fucking uh, Not Another Team movie. Which is still good. <laughs> still a good movie. Yes, still good. Still good. Um, and then yes, the other the other MCU film uh, that got pushed out of next year is Thunderbolts. Uh, that's gonna come out. Um, well, actually, that was that was supposed to come out. I think originally in twenty twenty four, then twenty twenty five. Sorry, um, it's now being booted out thanks to Cap moving in, um, and it will now hit theaters on the twenty fifth of July, twenty twenty five. So a whole year after um, Deadpool three. Hmm. So. And then, and then Blade is just Ugh. also <laughs> fucked. Blade's coming out of the end of 2025 now, November 7, 2025. That's another movie that's been in production hell. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that one can survive the, the turmoil it's yeah. going through. I'm so surprised Mahershala Ali hasn't left yet because he, I sounds like he's not impressed. No. <laughs> and all the, yeah. And I've, yeah. Yeah. I think the the word is that they are going to do a R-rated Blade, which they should. Yes, they so, have said that. So yes, they should. 100% they so should. Why don't we test it out with Deadpool? Of course Deadpool's going to be R-rated and funny and everyone wants to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's going to do gangbusters next year. Yeah. Yeah. Gangbusters. Um... But yeah, before before we move on into the next thing, I should also just mention that they've um, moved uh, Venom three um, from June next year to November eighth next year, um, and then but the Madam Web is still looking like it is going to come out in February, Valentine's Day next year. Oh. Um, oh, um, and then Craven the Hunter is still on track to come out um, at its you know second release date of the thirtieth of August next year, but it looks like. In terms of Marvel, like MCU versus DC, it's just, uh, it's just Cap and sorry, Deadpool, Deadpool three and Joker Folia Deux, because um, mm. that's coming out on the fourth of October next year. So it's going to be a Marvel heavy year mm. and a DC light year, but that's okay. Yeah, I think the um, Superman movie is coming out in two thousand twenty five. Twenty twenty five. Yeah, they they're keeping their release date for that June. June twenty fifth, I think something. Yeah, around that. yeah, I think yeah. I saw yeah. saw the thing from James Gunn because we're friends. Yeah, same. Um, oh, you friends. Yeah. Oh. Uh, on Twitter, on Twitter, as well as Threads. 
<laughs> nice. Um, cool. All right. Well, shall we move into our next item? Yeah, sure. Sweet. Can't wait for Deadpool. Because you've... Yes, can't wait for Deadpool. It's going to be amazing. Now, Deadpool is probably um, the one that I can probably take uh, my wife to. Because... Yes. Because we saw saw the first one and it's like, hey, this has got Wolverine in it this time. It's going to have more bums on seats. It's like, ooh, Wolverine. Yeah. This Deadpool 3 is going to be huge. Yeah. It's going to be a massive. It's going to be one Clear of the way. movies. Deadpool's big yeah. dick is coming. Yep. <laughs> and they and they showed uh, a new cast member for Deadpool, if you saw. Uh, uh, pool Dog. Pool Dog? Mm. Oh lord! Yeah, it's, a, it's a, like this Mexican Chihuahua thing, you know, the sort of dogs that look like they're half dead, and it's got a little <laughs> Deadpool suit on. Uh, right. Yeah, I see pictures. So what they're putting him in the movie? Yeah, he's going to be in the movie. Right. Uh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds reveals Dogpool. Yeah, he's an alternate reality Deadpool from the comics. Okay. How cool. Right, how cool. All right, that's going to, yeah. (laughs) Multiverse, baby. Uh, Okay, that's going to be fun. All right. I still think they should do a joke of a Disney version uh, Deadpool. Like, you got the X-Men, you got the X-Men Deadpool, which is Ryan Reynolds Deadpool, but you've got uh, an MCU version of Disney Deadpool. It's like, (laughs) he doesn't swear or doesn't make crass jokes. He just does stupid quips, you know, the sort of Marvel the sort of Marvel stupid quips that they use, you know, that sort of humour that's slowly yeah. dying. Yeah. yeah. Do that. Come on, do that. Let's do that. Yeah, please. That would be so funny. Um, yeah, they're going to, yeah. It's going to be the meta-est of meta yeah. movies ever made. It really will. Break down I those 16 wait. walls. Yeah, 16 walls. <laughs> that's like 16 walls. That's still one of my favourite jokes. <laughs> from that's like 16 one. walls. That's like 16 walls. <laughs> oh, bless. All right, let's move on to our next yep. item, which I'm sure Mike is going to have a lot to say about. Um, and I'm keen for your thoughts because Nintendo, as we all knew that they would, um, have announced that they are, in fact, uh, teaming up with I can't, uh, Sony. Sony. With Sony. Sony to make a uh, live-action Legend of Zelda movie. Um right. They ha- live action. Huh? Live action. Not animated? It's not animated. It's live action. You didn't realize it was live action? Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I'm doing a bit. I knew. Yes. I, just... I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I knew. Um, yeah. Yes. Live action. Uh, Legend of Zelda movie. Okay. Um, okay. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. I'm. Um, I mean, just as a, a ca- very, like the casualist of gamers over here, literally so casual I don't exist as a gamer anywhere really. Um, but um, you know, I'm I'm aware of Zelda and I'm aware of the popularity of this franchise and I'm a, I have a lot of friends, yourself included, Mike, um, that are you know big fans. Of the series. Um, and, yeah. And we all knew after the success of Mario that this was something that was going to happen. Like, I, you know, I think you're kidding yourself if they weren't going to do this. And uh, so, I'm, I, yeah, it's inevitable. But 
I'm yeah, I'm I'm going to I'm just going to remain super cautious on this one. I don't even I don't even know if I can say cautiously optimistic because there's I think I feel like there's a lot more riding on this than there was on Mario mm. to succeed. Mm. Um I I think this is going to be especially if they're doing it live action. This is going to be And cuz I you know what I found out Mike this week? I found out apparently Link doesn't speak. Uh is that a thing? Yes. Because Great. the sole purpose is to put yourself into the character. In so, the game, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Immersion. S- that's what immersion. Immersion. So, so that's so that's interesting. So technically this will be, well, there is a cartoon version of uh, Legend of Zelda, Zelda where he does speak and it's not good. Um, one, <laughs> one of the most famous lines is, is excuse me, princess. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it is. But it's it was the eighties, yeah. so they were they're looking for you know, stuff to yeah. Anyway, stuff to do. Um, but yes, yeah. So I'm I really hope that this is good. I mean, um, I'm not entirely sold by the creative team behind it. Obviously, oh, oh. Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah, I know. Don't worry. Shigeru Miyamoto is himself is involved with this. He's a producer. That's his baby. Film. That's his baby, and that's yeah, his favorite course. thing to do. Like is is Zelda basically? It's his, oh, it's his okay, own cool. fantasy. Zelda's sort of stuff. his. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, so he's going to be involved, which is really really good. But on the other hand, um, other hand? on the other hand, we have um, so I'm 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 ex- like kind of excited just for the opportunity for this director. So Wes Ball is the director of this movie. Um, he's pretty much only done the Maze Runner trilogy. Um, so he's, he knows how to do visual effects. He knows how to do, uh, a sort of adventure, high stakes yeah. sort of movies, I suppose. But that, um, so yeah, that is a, a, a young adult, um, sh- movie. So sort of get the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So kind of, yeah. So that makes, that makes sense. But of course the, the elephant in the room is, uh, the producer, yeah. the other producer, they've chosen Ooh. to to produce this movie. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Mm. Who is it? Who who is it? Well, well, let me let me tell you, Mike. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Miss none other than Mister Avi Arad. Uh, 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 <sighs> Mister, no. let's stick in Spider-Man no. villains no. in where they're not supposed to. Let's set up this a Sinister is... Six movie, but no plans of no Spider Man. No Spider Man. <laughs> this is this is literally the reason the why we biggest... don't have a, a Spider Man four with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. yeah. Also, the reason yeah, why we don't have an Amazing Spider Man three. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. another reason why Venom. Was just in the MCU just for a little bit, and then until Kevin Feige went, pew, <laughs> <laughs> not today, Get Junior, back. not today. I will take your symbiote. Um, I mean, it literally, literally anyone else. Like I would have forgiven Amy Pascal if they let her work on this, because <laughs> like at least, at least she's proven herself a bit. I bet Tom Holland's going to be the next stuff. <laughs> no. please, please. Um, but then again, Avi Arad also worked on 
Um, he also pr- produced Spider Spider Verse across and into so and No Way Home and Far From Home and it was and Homecoming. So, tell you the truth, it was so, his idea to put in the spot. So, oh, the spot was Avi Arad's idea. Yeah, it was idea. his idea as well. Ah, okay, all right, all right. I'll I'll give him that. Yeah, I'll give him that. Um, but yeah, no, no. So yeah, basically, if you heard you heard all of of Mike uh, complaining about his track record, then. That's the reason why I'm concerned and why I think a lot of people yeah, are very well, concerned. Tentative. Yeah. Tentative. Tentative. Hopefully, dude knows what the fuck he's doing in this case, but I'm not holding my breath. Um, but anyway, um, we don't know when this movie's coming out. Uh, it'll probably be in a couple of years, uh, maybe 2026, yeah. who knows. Um, we don't even know what it's going to be about. They haven't said which game is going to be based on or what kind of story it's going to be, but I think a lot Mixture of people of are guessing. Well, yeah, I, I read people are guessing it's probably going to be Breath of the Wild just because it's more recent and it was so fucking huge. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, who knows? If it, was, if it was a couple of years before Breath of the Wild, it would have been Ocarina of Time. Yeah, true. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I'm... I'm excited. I'm like for just for the fact that it's, it's going to exist. I hope it's good, um, and I will definitely be watching it uh, in whatever form it takes. Um, at least it's being produced by Sony and not Warner Brothers. <laughs> mm. uh, anyway, Michael, um, please tell me more of how you're feeling about this. Yeah, I first heard of it. It's like, ah, oh, sweet, they're going to do like something with it. You know, I had hopes. Yeah. <laughs> Being an anime, it should have been like an animated TV show, but we're going to have a movie, a live action movie. So, yeah, get wetter on the phone. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Fuck yeah. And yeah, for the casting, I think you can just put like just just a newcomer as Link. You know, it yes. it'd just be perfect. For yes, a hundred percent. And just surround him with a lists. You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, that. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. I mean, Link does like go to different areas in in Hyrule. Yeah, I know the law, and he goes around. There's yeah, just around, just around with a a list celebrities, and maybe um with and may, maybe you know, uh. A well-known person as uh, as Zelda, as well, maybe. Like, mm, I don't know. I don't know that uh, Zendaya as Zelda. I don't know. I'm thinking Dune at the <laughs> moment. It's like, yeah, there you go. Timothy. Timothy is Link. <sighs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, but no. But there is. I've always had an idea for like a Zelda movie where you just take elements from different games and this is before Breath of the Wild so you just take elements of games and just put them into like its own unique story because each each game sort of has its own um, story they're not really mm-hmm. connected that's why the timeline is sort of very weird like it all t- <laughs> essentially the the Nexus event if we're going to call it that is um, <laughs> is um uh, Ocarina of Time, where uh, the timeline splits into three, where uh, where either Z- uh, Link wins the day, Link um, loses the day, and also 
Link still as a, as a child and throughout that time in between where he's a kid and adult. So <laughs> there's a timeline in between. Okay. That. So right. yeah, and I'm probably going to make you cry at this, but Robin okay. Williams was a huge Zelda fan. Yeah, I know. I know. And if they do something to like mention that, oh. like I had an idea. Um, I'm putting it out in the ether, and if it, mm-hmm. if it gets back, maybe. Uh, if because Zelda's father is uh, sometimes has that um, either dealing with what what Link is up to, or it's just a random character. If that if that's it, um, I want to I want to see if we can get like just a portrait of the king of Hyrule and it's Robin Williams as the king because then it will be Zelda's dad and (sighs) yeah I always I always I always thought that sorry to make you cry that's okay yeah (laughs) that's beautiful yeah so and and um, <laughs> Zelda Williams and uh, Robin also did a uh, an ad for Zelda. I can't remember. Yeah, which, yeah. I think it was Skyward Sword, uh, like before you know the the thing um, when he was around. When he was around, and mm, yeah, because mm-hmm. he, yeah. he named his daughter after Zelda, and yeah, so did so someone, did someone else. else. <laughs> <laughs> was it real? Well, was it really I'm named someone after a game or is it a slight or was it really um, an homage to one of my favourite character actors? Maybe. Now I'm actually going to really cry, Michael. Fuck. Either that, uh, either that, or Zelda is na- named after a, dr- <laughs> a, 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 a a drug uh, cartel person in Mexico. Could be multiple. Yeah. Could be multiple things. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Could be. There's an infinite multiverse. Yeah. Holy fuck! Great. Well, we may as well start the waterworks now because I'm going to be crying later. So. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. Um. All right. Um, do you have anything else or shall we move yeah, on? Yeah, we'll move on. Let's deal with this All Netflix right. thing. Yes, let's let's finish the news with a wrap-up from Netflix's Geeked Week. And just to preempt, um, I haven't really got anything to say about this stuff. That's totally cool. I'm, I don't have a bunch of stuff to say either. Um, just to Only just to mention certain trailers that, you know, we're not going to fit into Trailer Park because there was a lot... Mm. Um, but, um, but yeah, to, to start with, um, for me, the things that I want to just quickly touch on, um, Arcane season two is now has a tentative release date of uh, November next year. I'm going to have to wait another fucking year for that. And that'll be, it'll be like three years after the first season. That's all right. I haven't seen the first um, one. Oh, well, please do. And I've heard, it, the time. I've heard good things. It's, yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, so I can't wait for that. But, yeah, uh, so that'll be next year. Um, and then, yeah, there was some Stranger Things news um, that I thought was pretty cool. But it was just, 
you know, just the Duffer brothers being teasers, really. Because <laughs> um, we got a glimpse of the um, of the script of uh, of of uh, uh, chapter one, scene one of season five, and it just says darkness, the sound of cold wind, something probably wind, mm-hmm. uh, a child's voice, sing. Yeah, apparently all the fans are just like, oh, what does this mean? What does this mean? Means Vector um, has a jukebox. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I think it. if I clicked on the image, it would tell me the whole thing. Yeah, darkness, the sound of cold wind, groaning trees, and a child's voice singing a familiar song. Yes, that's right. I did read this. Sorry. Again, my brain is fried. Shout out. Um, yes, yeah. And I'm, I, I'm guessing either the song is going to be... Uh, you know, should I stay or should I go? Or, you know, if they want to bring back running up that hill so soon, mm. they can do that too. But it's probably going to be a throwback to the beginning of the show since it's the last season. Oh. Every um, day it is getting closer. <laughs> do you have, um, do you have any, any thoughts on Stranger Things, Mike, about this stuff or not really? Uh, no, but I'm jealous of the UK actually having a stage uh, production of uh, Stranger I Things. know. Funny enough, a bit of a bit of a humble brag right here, but the co the co director actually directed me in in a what? show in in uh, when I was at uni. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I know. So I got that little bit of a. <laughs> you do. I got that little Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I was gonna say Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Um, awesome. As Australian or, or Oh no, or he, British he's or? Uh, British. He's British. He's British. He came over and he's British. Uh, to do uh, uh the third year uh, third years the kitchen. Uh that's where we had like this huge kitchen um set and we mm. had chefs and I played two characters because I could. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's that's freaking awesome, dude. Yeah. I love that. Justin, um, if you're out there, good work. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, that's so cool. Um, okay, what else did we have out of Geek Week to talk about? Um, this made me laugh. The Exploding Kittens trailer. Um, I, I, I don't know why we need a show based on this on this game or how you can get a story out of it, but, but I kind of want to watch mm. it now based on, on this little teaser trailer, especially because you've got uh, Tom Ellis doing the voice of this god kitty um i just think is hysterical for uh, fulia if you're listening or watching or what you what what have you uh go watch this trailer if you haven't already um you pro- i don't know if you're gonna want to watch this show but man tom ellis <laughs> we love him we love him did you watch the exploding kittens teaser uh, i didn't sorry um nah, that's i think right. after watching uh firestarter i'm gonna stay away from exploding kittens <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair call. <laughs> fair, fair call. I got. I. I don't blame you. Uh, I don't blame yeah. you. Um. Anyway, anyway and then the two. Yeah. <laughs> Charcoal kitty. Ugh. Um. The two other things to mention. Uh, we got another trailer for Rebel Moon Part One, um, which is coming out in a, in a, in what the end of next month, just before Christmas. Yeah. Zack Snyder's uh, Star Wars. Star Wars movie, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this trailer did less for me than the first one did. Um, so I don't really have too much to say. I'm still going to watch it because I'm curious and I, I I do want Zack Snyder to be, you know, successful. 
because um, the guy does have fucking drops. We've seen him. We just, you know. Yes, in photography. But does he have story? He, yeah. But does he have story in, you know, getting his actors to do the right thing? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I hope it's good. I hope it's not a complete waste of Netflix's money because, uh, goddamn, they would have spent a fucking bright, shiny penny on this. Um, but anyway, um, did you catch this new trailer or you gave it a miss as well? Uh, I didn't really watch anything. You didn't watch anything? Okay. So you didn't watch the Masters of the Universe Revolution teaser? No, I didn't. Ah, boo. That's okay. Um, I was learning lines. It look- oh, you were doing important life things. <laughs> yes. Smart. That's why I said, Smart. I've got nothing to say. I've got nothing to say. Very cool. Thank you. You did say that up front. Um, but yes, uh, the Masters of the Universe Revolution teaser. Uh, it looks really good. Um, it looks epic. It looks like separate very separate from season one very different vibe um so i'm curious as to how it's going to link or connect in what way because it's definitely continuing on from you know the skeletor uh ending that we got um but um but yeah i don't know it looks it looks cool i'm excited i'm very excited that's coming out soonish too i think it's march next year i think i think that comes out um master the universe so looking forward to that Yes. But yeah, those are the highlights, really, of Geek Week. There's a lot of other stuff um, that came out, um, so and a few anime announcements as well. So if you're interested to know more, please use Google. It's your friend. Um, they'll tell you. But those are just the cool things. Apart from two other things we're going to talk about next as we roll on up to the trailer part. We are. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Ah, uh, yes, it's trailer park time. And uh, going right off of um, the Geeked Week, uh, probably the biggest thing to come out of Geeked Week was, of course, our first teaser trailer for Netflix's live-action adaptation. Live-action? Of Avatar. <laughs> live-action? <laughs> uh, of Avatar... The last airbender. Ah, they should have animated it. <laughs> uh, um, yes. So I'm, I'm annoyed that this looks good. Annoyed because <laughs> I don't. Well, only because I, having having just recently finished watching the animated series and realizing it's one of the best animated series of all time, like ever, or just series ever made. Period. Um, I don't, I don't want this to exist. I'm glad it does in a way. Cause you know, it's, it's giving people work and it looks really good and blah, blah, blah. But I'm just so worried because it looks really good. And then you find, and then, you know, like, you know, like we know that the, the creators of the original show left this production because of creative differences. So that's, that's the chestnut. That's the little, yeah. That's just got me, yeah, I can't shake. So this trailer is promising, though, I will say, because it looks, it looks really good. It was a well-put-together trailer, well-edited trailer, um, and we, you know, got to see... We got to have a look at everybody, um, all of our main characters, um, even Azula, which I found interesting, and Ozai, because, like, in the animated series, we don't see Azula until 
I think the end of season yeah. one or the start of season two, and then we don't see Ozai really properly for until season two or three. I think I can't remember if we get a glimpse of him in season one. We hear his voice, like we hear yeah. Mark Hamill doing the voice, but we don't actually see him. And here is Daniel Day Kim looking fucking. I mean, it looks great. I think they teased. Um, they all look. I think they teased them at the end, the final episode of season one. If, me- if yeah, memory serves. Yeah. Yeah, because he's talking to Azula, isn't he? That's when she gets brought yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, father. Yes, father. Yes. Yes. Um, I should have so, been the yes. special child. <laughs> uh, she's batshit crazy. Um, yeah, crazy. So it looks like I was crazy once. They put me in a pat- they put me in a room, a padded room, a padded room full of rats. The rats made me crazy. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, that meme. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, yes, but anyway, it looks like, um, yeah, either they're condensing the storyline to include stuff from season two, maybe. I don't know. Um, or, they, or they're just showing us these characters and be like, look, look at... You remember, remember Azula? Remember Ozai? Yeah, anyway, um, so that's fine. Look, they're all fleshy. Um, but yeah... <laughs> We got a good look at everything, and and like Uncle Iroh looks great, and I'm very happy about him. And we even got a look at at um, Appa and Momo, um, and the internet seems pretty pleased with Appa from what I saw. Our reactions, he looks great. I think, um, I think, I think Momo looks fine, but some of my friends are um, are a bit like he looks cursed, and I'm just like. I don't think we've seen enough of him to really make an informed op- opinion on whether he's cursed or he, not, but I think he looks he's fine. Cursed. He's cursed. He, he, lo- he looks like original desi- designed fucking Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch ain't real. I, what, do you, what do you expect? Yeah. What do you want? Yeah, I think he looks fine. A um, natural monkey with yeah. wings? <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Um... Yeah, and then, you know, to see some of the scenes from the animated series sort of recreated, like, you know, the Fire Nation attacking, and then when when um, Katara and, and Sokka find, um, find Aang in the, you know, frozen in the thing, um, that looked pretty cool mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah, so there's a lot to like about this trailer. Oh, and seeing, like, seeing um, Zuko and Iroh, like, you know, the two of them after they they fuck off. You know, they rebel, basically, um, go on their own <laughs> journey. Like, that's, yeah, Get out that of was here. nice. So, yeah. yeah, so it's, yeah, it's prom- it's promising, but I'm still remaining, up, like, cautious about oh, it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll cross our fingers and hope for the best. Um, how are you feeling about it, Mike? What did you think? Um, it looks very pretty. And I watched it on a TV mm. and it's like, ooh, this is going to have scope and scale. It's going to be, it's going to look cool than a 2D drawing. So that's what it's got. So yeah. if the story, if they just have fun with the story, yeah, it's all cool. Yeah. All cool with that. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you have seen seen it, then we know the story. Uh, yeah, just, yes. just have fun with it. And, and I want Secret Tunnel as a ringtone. Secret Tunnel. Yeah. And they get Lin-Manuel <laughs> Miranda. Oh my god! Really, but not really. (laughs) (laughs) Cool and really. And at last, we can say, when is this coming out, Kendall? 
We can at last. Um, Avatar: The Last Airbender um, will drop on Netflix on the twenty second of February next year. So in three and a half months from now, oh. we will we will get to binge. This. Almost so my I've birthday. Until then, almost your birthday. Yes. So I've I've gotten until then to finish One Piece. So <laughs> the the live action. Oh, not the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say daring. <laughs> that's why I clarified. Uh, wow, that's daring. that's like that's like that's like fifty episodes a day. <laughs> it's like sixteen walls. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, um, our second trailer. Um, I'm, I'm interest. I'm interested. I'm interesting. I'm in, I'm interested to discuss. I God, I'm losing my mind. Um, anyway, Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire. Um, this is the sequel. This is the follow up to uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, I I need more. I need more. I need to know more. I need to know. I need to. There needs to be a reason this movie exists beyond, um, you know, just. Uh, beyond just making money and beyond just you know giving the the you know the old guard another reason to come back sort of thing um because afterlife was so good afterlife was like i mean you don't need you don't need to do a sequel to that they that was like that was egon's story that was his family story and it and it was a closed loop a closed the thing, right? Uh, so I wasn't surprised when they announced a sequel, just because you know Hollywood's going to Hollywood. But and it's the 40th uh, anniversary seeing... next year, so do something with it. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's part of part of it. Maybe I suppose they'll tie that in somehow. Um, but yeah, uh, Frozen Empire. Yeah, for some reason there is something. Some supernatural force that seems to be, you know, feeds off fear or something. I think uh, I couldn't really tell. Uh, and you were very yeah. close. I was very close, but I said it? there was something strange in the neighborhood. You almost said it. You almost said it. I almost said it. Oh bless. Um. Yes, something strange in the neighborhood, definitely. Um, yeah, and you know everything's freezing like it's the day after tomorrow. Um, yeah, and this and this looks pretty kind of. This looks big, for I mean I know Ghostbusters has obviously dealt with sort of apocalyptic adjacent events like you know, I mean you know the ghosts that they had to deal like the well essentially demons I suppose they had to deal with in in the first film. And the second film, uh, and then again in the third film, well, gods, I suppose. Um, yeah, that's you know those are those are evil villains that could bring about the end of the world if they so so chose to do. Um, but for some reason, this feels like a different kind of a threat that feels almost it feels like a superhero movie. <laughs> and I don't know if I want superheroes in the Ghostbusters because the whole point. Of Ghostbusters is like it's just these these regular dudes that you know that are super smart and very funny and they just exterminators you know 
and they're exam they're they're supernatural ex you know paranormal yeah. eliminators you know so the like i i just feel like this is yeah the original pitch basically gen uh, janitors yeah this is just this feels this feels too big this feels too big and i don't i don't i don't know what's going on um and i mean it's nice to see obviously you know the guys are back dan Aykroyd, bill murray um ernie hudson um along with um surprise pat Oswalt. i'm very happy about that mm -hmm. Um, and then, of course, you've got Paul Rudd and Carrie Coon and Finn Wolfhard and, um, oh, what's her bloody name? Phoebe. Yeah. McKenna Grace. Um, yes, Phoebe in the movie, yes. Um, yeah, everyone's coming back. So it's all, you know, all, uh, <laughs> yes, I, uh, I didn't, he wasn't in the trailer, so I don't know if he's going to be in the I movie. I think he was. But, uh, oh, he was? Or I missed him. Maybe They're a little bit him. older, so I can. They are a little bit older. Different. It's been a few years. Yeah. They look a bit different. Um, but yeah, everyone's coming back. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I just don't know. Um, who's... I wonder if this is um, uh, Jason Reitman again. I'm going to just quickly do Ooh. a, a Google. I think he helped write Cruise it. An Empire. I'm not sure if he did, did direct it or handed it over. He's directed it. Um... Da, da, da. Yeah, no, he's you're right. Uh, Jason Reitman co-wrote it with the director. The director's name is Gil Keenan. Um, and Gil Keenan is not a name I'm familiar with, but he worked on Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, so he's connected to this. He's not just a brand new face. Fresh, um, fresh, fresh. Yeah, he, he, okay, he co-wrote it. So... Last movie was co-written by both of them, directed by Jason. This one's directed by yeah. Gil. So you do it this I'm, time. I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, anyway, that's that's pretty much the summation of my thoughts. How how are you feeling about this trailer? What did you think? I was generally surprised, and I kind of like it, in a way. All right. Um, yeah. A threat uh, to happen to New York, essentially. So, cool. Go get yes. back. Get get down to business. Brass tacks. That's what. Mm -hmm. That's what the first one was about. Second one was about. Third one, we're somewhere else. Cool. Okay. And it, it just felt a bit different. This is like going back to like something. More familiar. Yeah, more familiar. More memories. I mean, we're back. More memories. Yeah, we're back in. Oh, we're, yes. we're, we're back in black. We're back in action. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and I do like the fact that they're doing something different it's not goza it's not it's not yes it's not, i like it's that. not um vigo <laughs> <laughs> he is vigo the you are butterflies <laughs> to him he's to him anyway <laughs> but yeah i do like the fact that they're they're trying they're doing something different it's a new threat and that we, we have no idea and the visuals look awesome uh everything looks like it's on a soundstage but that's okay it's, it's fine it's fine it's fine they they did film it in london not <laughs> anyway. not new not york, new york. <laughs> fine it's fine i mean the movie that you saw it's the fine. lion that was filmed in australia and substitute of america Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, and which is which is hilarious because as an Australian watching it, you're like, yeah, that does not look like the Midwest, even in a dystopia. <laughs> like it looked, it was so Aussie landscape. Bitch, I see a gum tree. 
Yeah, literally, they were they were gum trees. <laughs> yeah, can't escape it. Anyway, but can't escape. But I'm I'm sort of looking forward to this, and uh, yeah, and it's the it's the only trailer that I'm actually seeing on YouTube at the moment for some weird reason. <laughs> My algorithm is like, hey, you like this stuff? It's like, yeah, I know, I've seen it again and again and again. Uh, kids have seen it. They think, ooh, this scary, cool. Um, my wife saw it and it's like, what's this movie? And it's like, just watch. <laughs> it's because it started looking like um, Final Final Destination. Like everyone, everyone's getting attacked yeah. by shards of ice. Shards of until, ice. Until, until the Ecto-1 just ripped into gear. It's like, oh shit, this is, uh, this is Ghostbusters. It's like, yes, it is. I like I like those sounds. So I'm looking forward to this. It looks cool. cool. Um, and the big thing is like, oh, you can't you can't you can't replace the original. They're not. They're, they're just gonna have fun with it. Just have fun with it. I mean, I'm a big. I was a big avid avid like saying stop making Ghostbusters a franchise. It was fine, just one movie. And that's it. But Sony's going to Sony, and they've Sony is so they they're going to do that, and they now have Zelda doing stuff. It's like okay, fine, fine, <laughs> fine. So when is this coming out? It's fine. Yes, well, um, uh, we don't have an Australian release date exactly, but it's probably going to be around the same time. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire will be out on the 29th of March next year, so not too long. No, no. No. Can't wait. Can't wait, yeah. No, I'm I, I'm sure I will enjoy this. I'm just, yeah, you know, my cynical Hollywood brain just getting in the way of, you know. Yeah. Enjoying shit. Anyway, um, we got one more trailer to talk about, um, and this is another one that came out of the Netflix Geeked Week. Uh, this is our first look at Damsel. Um, this is a, a, a new fantasy adventure movie starring Millie Bobby Brown, um, among many big names um, like Robin Wright and Angela Bassett, um, and a few others. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's. I gotta, I gotta see if it's like an original story or if it's based on a book. I feel like this might be based on a book. Yeah, possibly. Kind of like has its own. It kind of has that vibe. Like at first, I thought oh. it was something, and then it turned out to be something else. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's based on a book. It's just one, literally, just one writer is credited, so it's an original fantasy story. Ooh. So that's kind of cool. Good. That's kind of cool. Good. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right, um, but yeah, this trailer it was, a, it was a. It was a well well edited trailer. It looks really really good. Um, I'm I hope it's good. I hope it's good. I'm worried it's going to be another one of those Netflix movies that's just a bit, you know, chuck a cookie cutter, chuck, chuck people that you know in it. Million. Yeah, basically. Um, but, hey uh, piggies, no, here I mean, comes the slop. I, <laughs> I'm curious as to how it's gonna how it's gonna play out because. Yeah, literally, the story seems to be that she marries a prince and then has to be then sacrificed to some like ancient gods or something, um, uh, basically. And that's and so she's on the run, and the a dragon might be 
might be hunting, trying to hunt her down and whatnot. Um, uh, so yeah, so that's yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm the world building around this could be could be fascinating or it could be, you know, pretty shallow. Hmm. But we'll we'll see. Um, it it depend if it's more fantasy or more like one woman action movie. If they it looks like they're trying to put both in, I guess. But they can um, have both. Yeah, they can have both. Yeah, like female led cast is great. Um, it visually stunning. Um, I yeah, I hope it's good. I'm not entirely entirely sold, but I'm I'm curious. They have my attention, mm. so we'll we'll see how this one goes. What did you think, Mike? Yeah, it's all the same. Um, curious, and yeah, see see what happens. I probably need another trailer just to yeah, know, uh, just me need too. another one. Because when I first saw this, I was like, "Ooh, this is interesting." It kind kind of looks like. Uh, I thought it was going to be like a gothic horror, you know. It's sort of a, a period piece, mm. but with supernatural elements. Um, Crimson Peak come to mind. Yee. I do like that movie because the aesthetic. Thank you. Uh, not because yeah, it's gorgeous. Because who's in it anyway? <laughs> yeah. But and Guillermo del Toro is fucking awesome. Um, I know he's amazing. Yeah, um, I thought it was going to be that, but no, it's not. It's knights in shining armor and damsels in distress, as well as knights and dragons and stuff, but a bit different. So it's like, oh, okay, this is this is reality. Uh, this is not what I expected. Okay, uh, I need more. I need more. Just sell me on this story. Because mm. you're not giving me much. You're just giving me Billy Bobby Brown just going all cast away in the middle of uh, an arena. Um, but out in the outskirts, it's, an, it's a Hunger Games, but it's one person and they're, they're dealing with a creature. A Babadook. Mm. No, Jabberwocky. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, I need more. I need more. Uh, when is this coming out? Yeah. Well, yeah, no release date on this one, um, but that's all right. Um, it's coming out next year on Netflix, so keep an eye out for it. Yes, 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 yes. Um, sweet. Well, um, that's Trailer Park done. Yes. We are rolling on out. Um, so yes. Um. That means it's time for a very quick, quickie review. Quickie review. That one. That one. Um, yes, quickie review. It's time for us to, spoiler free. That's right. Just quickly, quickly give our thoughts on the Marvels. Um, because that came out last week. Um, yes. So... Um, I very much enjoyed this. I had a great time. It's fun. Um, the story's pretty good. Um, and I think just for me that my favorite, some of my favorite parts were just the interactions between the three of them. Yeah, um, strong. It's, it's, very strong. Yeah, very, very strong. Especially the, the first time there's a, like, you know, if you, you've probably all seen the trailers, but, um, you know, the first time that their powers start. Like they start switching um, spots, um, and it's like this kind of fight scene that takes place in like, you know, three different locations. And um, some of the fight choreography in this movie is excellent. 
Um, and the way it's shot as well is really, really cool. And yeah, so I really like that first sequence. Um, and then there's a lovely montage of them when they're like trying to figure it all out and like, you know, actually use it to their advantage that I, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> that montage. Training montage. Um, the training montage. It was, but it was good. Um, again, Aman Valani steals the show. Uh, I, I think she's just wonderful, and she's she's quite she's good infectious. in this. this. She's yeah, she is. She's just you know, I just this is her the second the second thing she's ever done. She's playing the same character, but she's like she slips in so easily and naturally. Like you feel like you've been watching her for years. Like she's just got such a presence, um, and she holds her own uh, amongst everybody else. Like she's just, I love her. I love her so much. Um, so yeah, she was, she was great, but yeah, there was a lot of unexpected things in the movie as well. Um, (laughs) singing, um, and, uh, and yeah, and, and I don't think I'll ever be able to listen to memories anymore with a straight face. So Hmm. that, uh, (laughs) that was fucking excellent. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was good. And, um, the only couple of negatives i would have to say before i throw to you mike and i'm not going to talk about the post credit the no, credit no. scene because that's a ma- that's a massive spoiler um it's online anyway uh if you want to know but needless to say i lost my fucking shit in the movie theater it was i felt so good I'm like i haven't felt like this in years i forgot how good this felt um yeah so that was nice but yeah the only negative things i will say about the movie is that i feel like I feel like Darben villain. I think she was under underused. Um, like she didn't get she didn't get a lot to do. Um, her story made sense, and I liked the parts when they she had the time to kind of lean into it and explore it. But they should have done a bit more um, with her, I think. Um, and then the other thing is just the fact that secret invasion doesn't mean a damn yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Means not a goddamn thing. Yeah. Uh, not even a Nick. Not even to Nick Fury because, as far as he's concerned, he's fine. He's 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 making jokes in this movie. Where's he's your like, wife? He's he's happy. Yeah. Where's your wife, man? Where's where's the grieving Nick Fury? I just lost my best friend. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. All you right. We're not going to mention any of that. A couple of days ago, you just shot Rhodey in the fucking head. Yeah. No. No. Peep. Okay. Yeah. You're doing all your action sitting down? Okay. Yeah. He's actually coming. Yeah, but I like... Samuel L. Jackson actually come out and was like, I'm not going to fucking run. Fuck you. I'm Nick Fury. (laughs) (laughs) But I did, I did like, I did like Fury more in this movie than, um, than in Secret Invasion. I mean, as, as, like, Secret Invasion's fine, but, but, I don't know. He looked like he was having a good time in this and, you know, some of the dialogue he had to say and, and 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 stuff was just was just a treat. And yeah, there's a couple of other cameos that I enjoyed. Again, I'm not going to spoil them, but those those were like, oh, that's that's sick. Especially just you know the one towards the end of the movie where Aman Vellani gets to like be the best fan girl she could be <laughs> and just has the best time. I love I loved that scene. Ah, uh, anyway, um, yeah. So I I'm very happy with the Marvels. I I I hope people go and see it. Listen to the reviews. It's getting good reviews. So yeah, it's go, getting up there. go watch it's like, it. Yeah, it's acceptable, I reckon. <laughs> after, after a couple of uh, it's good f- wet farts. 
yeah the mcu is on a weird temporary high at the moment um so that's it's kind of nice but um but yeah i loved it i enjoyed it a lot i can't wait to go again um mike what did you what did you think Uh, at first i didn't take i didn't had no had no tales of it i thought do i like this or not (laughs) so i had to sit with it for a couple of days uh yeah and it's like yeah i okay i'll get the negatives over and done with uh too short i can't believe that yeah that's fair um and it showed because nothing (laughs) nothing stood still just to have that sort of gravitas with the characters and it just went too quick i don't know i'm i'm probably turning into an old man it's like i need to be spoon fed this the story because I yeah I think you might be right yeah good and mm. it's like oh all of a sudden we're doing this it's like okay can we establish something please can, <laughs> can we just sit down and talk <laughs> no uh, unfortunately and yeah the the villain unfortunately and probably because it, it was the editing it just got absolutely hacked and so so that yeah. probably affected the 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 villain's motive or the sort of gravitas of what what could have been um and uh i will say it's not spoilers but i will say uh they took a, a leaf out of space balls i was thinking space balls oh god um i i've only seen that movie once oh bother so I, um, I I don't remember the reference you're making. Um, the big bad was taking away. Supporters, but well, essentially they're taking away the atmosphere from another another place to have. Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I, for for some reason, when shit was going down, it's like Mega Maid. <laughs> suck, suck, suck. Anyway. Watch Spaceballs. It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very good movie. Yeah, so I was, yeah, I was thinking that. Although it's like, okay, um, what else? Yeah, uh, the the main three, very good um, uh, chemistry between all three of them. Uh, I was really looking for. I I I really looked. I, I really liked it. I I, I like their sort of dynamic between. The sort sort of um, different uh, character towards the character caricatures, what's, what's that word? The caricatures of e- each of them and how they fit into this sort of story. And it's and it was with the swapping around. It definitely it it definitely helped them having that sort of dynamic because Kyle Danvers is a little bit OP, so they needed to knock knock mm. her down for a peg because last time we saw her, she was, like, taking out entire ships with her body, like, just going through them. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Imagine doing that halfway through, and then, <laughs> and then Miss Marvel's just going, ah, just, ouch. Anyway, yeah, so... Uh, really good. Um, it does it does connect to the multiverse as well. Uh, saga. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, I did lo- lose my lose my ever loving crap uh, at the end with the with the last cameo because 
I was hoping for that cameo in WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. When they were trying to get into the hexes, like, oh, we got, we got, we got a scientist. It's like, oh, can we have him? But him as like, I, him. Like, can we have him or them? Sorry. T H E M. Uh, them. Yep. Uh, to to like uh, go through the hex and then that sort of you know uh, uh, triggers their mutation to <laughs> to and then they to and you know I was ho- I, I was hoping for that for Wonder Wonder Vision and you know we we were all skiving high with theories on Wonder Vision it's like Mephisto and and this is when the <laughs> X Men comes in and, and and all that stuff so. Anyway, uh, and I really appreciate what they did, and it does give me the theory that it's not necessarily the universe that we think it is, but yeah, we'll talk off screen, mm. off, off air, off, 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 off air. air, off air. Spoilers. Yes. So yes. go and see it. It's it's good. It's short, unfortunately, and singing, which wasn't that cringy to me. I mean. No, I didn't cringe. I was just my mouth was just agape the whole time, smiling like, "Oh my god, what am I watching?" Yeah. But this, it was fun. Rogers the Musical was, was cringy, but this one was acceptable because if you can have a fleshy space station in Guardians Three, you can have, you can have a planet that uh, that solely sings to, for sings, their communication. Yeah. It's you know Douglas Adams, and I love it. Cool. Yep. It's very cool. Ratings? Uh, All right. We don't do ratings. Nah. We don't do ratings. It's fine. Go see it. Yep. Go see it. <clears throat> um, cool. Popcorn. Co- well, oh, that's sorry. our quick... Yeah. <laughs> I was too soon. That's our quickie review. <laughs> you were too soon. A quickie review of the Marvels, which means yep. it's time... I've, I've already done it. For, for the moment, I've, the segment, the section I, I told of you, I've, I, no, I've already done it. I've already done it. The popcorn culture. Mm. <laughs> make it different make it usual make it fun make it different make it fun it's popcorn culture time ah and i'm getting emotional thinking about it already um so we're here to talk about uh of course of course the season nay looks to be maybe series finale of loki mm-hmm. uh season two, season two episode six aptly titled Glorious purpose. That sounds familiar. Uh, which was, yeah, hmm. It was also the title of episode one of season one. Could you say it's full circle? Full circle, baby. <laughs> A lot of full circle going on in this episode. Um, yeah. Initial thoughts. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm. I'm gonna yeah, how are you going? Cry. <laughs> I, I purposely didn't My. write anything in the chat because yeah. I didn't know if you were going, it, it, what when you were going to watch it, and I didn't want to like hint or anything like that. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. So. That's sweet. Yeah. Um. No. 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 Yeah. I watched it. Yeah, because I watched it on Friday night. Um. Instead of going to bed, <laughs> we just went to bed an hour an hour later. Um. And then I re actually rewatched it before we recorded because um. I needed to see it again. And I actually cried the second time watching it, not the first time. Because um, I think the first time I was watching it was just, you know, I, you're in there and you're like, 
you're letting it happen to mm. you. And then I didn't really feel like it's the weight of the whole thing got to me more afterwards. So then by the time I came around to watch, watch it again, and I'm sitting there watching it happen and I'm just like, Oh my God. Uh, I mean, happy, happy tears, sad tears, sort of like, it's a weird, it's, it's a weird feeling. Yeah, it's both really. They, de- they definitely is. did play with that, with that aspect of inglorious purpose equals yeah inglorious yeah. burden yeah 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 i loved yeah there's so many good quotes in this episode mm-hmm. like the fucking dialogue in this episode just on top of the general writing of you know character you know i mean yeah i'm i'm so like i feel so validated for being a fan of not just Tom Hiddleston, but of Loki as a character. Like, I know a lot of people are. Obviously, he's one of he's probably the most popular character in the MCU. But, like, the amount of people I know that are giving me shit over the years for liking him and being all like, oh, he's not dead, he's oh, not dead. Oh, me included. You know, all that <laughs> yeah, you included. Yeah. But I'm the opposite. But it's just, I dies every time. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I just... I'm so glad and very grateful that um, this character had this opportunity to to kind of complete their story and in such a way that is just, I mean, the things people have been saying online about this episode has just been blowing my mind. Like a lot of people have been saying how it's like probably the best ending to something since Endgame. Like it's the best kind of thing the MCU has done since then. Like uh, some people have been saying, and I'm like, that's fucking... That's nuts. I mean, and one of my friends said too, they were like, this show didn't have to go this hard, but it's, it's great. It's amazing. And I'm like, I know, I can't, I can't handle it. Um, but the story yeah. still continues. Yeah. I know. He's the God, he's the God of stories now. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, I am, I'm, yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy and satisfied with the way it end, ended. It was epic and it was, it was great. It wasn't exactly what, you know, we we we've been having our theories, obviously, more so yourself than me, Mike, because um, mostly just me listening to you and then me going, "Oh yeah, that's a great idea." Um, and uh, I have but, a last um, theory. But yeah, though. so it's oh god, Sorry. okay, we'll get Sorry. to that. We'll get we'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah, it's um it's very bittersweet, a very bittersweet kind of ending. But just in terms of like his progression as a character and the way it all came together, I think I think they did a very good job. Um, yeah, but we'll get into it as we go through. But, uh, but Mike, what are your, how are you feeling about this episode? Um, how, did you think, did this show stick the landing for you or, or what do you, what do you It reckon? did. It did. Um, it's just, it was pretty much perfect the way it ended. Like, it definitely is like an ending chapter of the Loki series. And what happens after this is... Anyone's guess, but I don't think it's going to be the last of uh, of Loki, the the god of stories. Um, from start to finish, it was so much fun being a, a science fiction fan and just watching, you know, Prometheus. No, not Prometheus. Um, guy with the rock, and just the con- oh yeah. Yeah, what's his name? I I used to know it, but oh. I've got Prometheus on the brain for some reason. Um, because I'm playing him. It's not. It's Sisyphus. 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 
Sisyphus, yeah. yes, Sisyphus, yes. Yeah, yes. just a constant, constant boulder re- regurgitation. It was so much fun, and just the co- constant is like, how am I going? How how am I going to going to do this? How long do I have to learn? It's like it's going to be this time, and he does that. It's it's fantastic, and just him learning um, more than than he needed to know, and then. And that scene in between between those two characters, just sitting down and talking and just outwitting each other, not getting into it, and then and then it ended. I didn't. Hmm. It was weird. I was at a crossroads. It's like then, how are they going to end this? I wasn't sure how they're going to end this because it was coming up to, like, how many minutes is like. It's a lot more of this story and how are they going to end this and then they ended it like that and it definitely blew me for a loop I wasn't expecting this to happen right now I was expecting this to happen like later on like something similar like um who who's going to take o- who's going to take over after Kang slash uh, Hero Remains and uh, <laughs> I was banking on Obi, but maybe hmm. still is. I don't know. <laughs> I'm wishful thinking. <laughs> and yeah, it was. Yeah, it just fitted perfectly. And I really enjoyed this show. And it does feel like this is a full stop on the Loki series. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It, it does. I said it before and I say it again. It does come full circle. It was mm. good. It was a really good show, and it's a shame that I don't. Well, I don't know. May, maybe because this has gone gangbusters, we'll probably get a se- season three, but with a new team like they did for season two. But it's going to be. It's probably going to take place within the the multiverse war that is going to happen, which sort of probably makes sense of yeah. the theory that I have. But I'll talk about that later. Hmm. Yes, great. Mm. Um, yeah, so this episode doesn't really stop until it needs to, at, like after, like, hmm. you know, the uh, the bulk of the episode, two-thirds of the episode, almost three-quarters of it, is literally Loki going from, you know, slipping back into the moment um, the loom breaks um, from, you know, the end of episode four. Um, and then him just beginning to unpack it and understand where things went wrong and trying to figure it out. Um, and this was so much fun just to watch Tom Hiddleston, like really like just kind of, I don't know, this was a sort of a different version of Loki. Just see, like, right. This is Loki getting to business sort of thing. Like he's just like, go, go, go. Let's. And the, the fucking line delivery. Like I want to, I, I don't want to see bloopers. Of, of him stuffing up his lines only because I'm like, I want to believe it's... that he never stuffed up any of those lines, but there's like one sequence where he like, after the centuries later, uh, when he comes back and he says all of these words so fast and, and I can't even catch half of them. And I'm just like, my God, hmm. <laughs> you are outstanding, sir. Um, yeah. So I really enjoyed like, Sort of the, the 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 like this is where the lighter elements I suppose of the episode are when you know you get 
the music coming in, you know, that Beethoven disco song. Um, I can't, it's got a name. But, um, and I bet, I bet you any money Tom Hiddleston picked that because I know he loves that fucking 70s uh, disco um, dance sort of vibe. I know he loves that stuff. So I bet he picked it because he's a producer on yeah. the show. Um, but yeah, that, um, that montage was a lot of fun and just like, when a, like just some of the deadpan stuff that he he kept saying like i just i love the way like when timely actually gets you know he gets out there down the gangway and and he he puts the thing he puts the thing down and, and loki's just like nope no pick that now, up i told you it's gonna roll what's away really great is you <laughs> it puts it shows that he has been doing this for so long that he knows every yeah. single detail and we haven't actually seen that bit and it just it just comes it comes across that yeah yeah that was yeah that was literally i think one of my favorite things about this is is the fact that it's done like a it's like a groundhog mm. day episode but without showing every day and you don't need to see no. it I think for me, not to skip ahead, but the only thing for me that I, I wish I could have seen was him figuring out how to pause, how he learned to pause time. Um, oh. That was the only thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm different. Okay. Well, I'm, it doesn't bother no, 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 me. No, no, Like, I'm fine with it. Just, just, character, just oh, character-wise. It, just, it, just, it, it fitted for me. Because it's like... Yeah, okay. It's like, oh, you have done this for more than centuries. Yeah, yeah. No, it it works. It works. It works. But I just, I'm like, I that's something I would I would have liked to have seen. I think. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm yeah. just saying I would have liked to. Have well, seen we have it. seen him try um, try to learn, learn slipping on his own. So. So it's just yeah. that, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, I digress. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, I had a lot of fun with this, the opening of the episode and how like yeah the time and time and time again he spends and how the like the writers and and you know they don't feel like they need to hold our hands through it like i think they i think the people that make this show understand the audience so well they understand they understand the fans and the fact that this is not our first rodeo like this is you've made it this far it's yeah (laughs) yeah and we're not going to dumb it down for you we're just going to keep going and going and going and it's going to work um you know so i i really appreciate that as someone who's seen a lot of sci-fi and and obviously uh, all the mcu stuff like just for them to you know respect the audience such a way to that to know that we will understand exactly what they're trying Mm. to do um with this kind of time travel stuff and yeah it was just i don't know it was it was really great and then just that moment of realizing like oh Oh, I, I, I just wasted my time. <laughs> I just wasted hundreds of years for, you know, but not for no reason, obviously, because eventually it, it comes to, you know, but that moment of like, oh, it's like you try to divide by zero. You know, you, they're just going to infinitely multiply. And I was there actually going to myself, how did you not realize that? The infinite, the multiverse is infinite, right? Like, did they, how did they not realize that? Well, oh, I just, I don't know. May <laughs> I knew it was probably inevitable that things are needed to be exploded. So, tick one. I got that theory right. 
But yeah, <laughs> so multiply by infinity is like, yeah, you can't really control that. Um, but just the heartbreak on everyone's face, including Sylvie, it's like, it's like, this mm. is what happened. This is what happened. My actions. It's like, yeah, it was, it was you. <laughs> and yeah, when um, yeah, I suppose I can go back to the the opening. Um, and and mm, we've, yeah, mm. Tom Hiddleston. It pains. It pains me. He is a good actor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's on recording. Damn people. it! Damn it! Damn it! And <laughs> yeah, and him just just going back in time and and just relearning all this all this stuff is like yeah. Are you auditioning to be the doctor? Stop it. No. No. Don't. No. Don't put that idea in my head. No. Don't put that idea you, in my head. You can't have that, Kendall. You can't have that. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know what? You can have James Bond. There you go. Oh, he's not going to be James Bond. We're past that now. <laughs> We're totally... And he's not going to be Doctor I mean, Who. He's not going to be Doctor Who. Thank you. I would rather him. I would rather. Oh, would I rather him be Doctor no, Who than no. James Bond? He's already done it in Loki. It will probably be in Doctor Who. Maybe after this, it's like I would. I would like him. To, I would like him to just be in Doctor yeah. Who. I think, unless I don't know if he's too big for that now, without being the Doctor himself. Oh, but if he could be, if he could be in Doctor Who, I mean, like you know, what British actor hasn't been in Doctor Who? Almost it, it feels at this well, point. So you get Neil Patrick Harris. He's been in movies. Um, he's been in movies. He's been in the Smurf movie. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I had Warwick Davis once. Um, spoilers. Mm. Um, not really. Uh, yeah. So strange things have happened. And I don't know. Now that Doctor Who is on Disney Plus, now cross that stream. Uh, Cross that stream. But yes, you were saying Tom Hiddleston's a good actor. Did yes. I? I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's it just and I thought it was going to be that disco version of of the of the sympathy symphony because mm. it's like okay, seventies aesthetic. I get it. It's like it's still it's still a yeah. good bop. Um, yeah, and just the and just the absolute shock horror is like it's all for nothing. It's like yes, and, and then he realized this needs to happen. Why does it need to happen? I need to go further back, and mm-hmm. and yeah, I suppose we should get into the talking with he who must not be named. No, that's not his <laughs> name. Uh, he who remains. He remains. Yeah. So I, I kind of, this was another like parallel with like the, the end of season one that I, I, I really liked, um, as well, because, you know, um, like one of the things that I, I remember us talking about, um, with the end of season one and like the, the fact that it, it did a thing that kind of went against the grain of so many superhero like and just marvel stuff of, of like it must end with a third act big cg battle and then this 
was this the the Loki's season finale was essentially you know a conversation with the bad guy about what's why he who he is why he's there um and giving our heroes a choice um trolley problem like yeah like it's just it was incredible um and then they kind of they kind of did that again here um you know like a lot of this episode really apart from like you know um, some of the visual spectacles we get. I mean, the bulk of this episode is just conversation um, and things being worked out. Loki working things out. Um, and so it was really cool that they kind of threw back to that and then gave us a new take on the ending of season one, um, which was, yeah, it was really, really interesting. And, you know, for half a second, I actually thought that he was going to kill Sylvie. I did. I was like, oh, because I I guessed, you know, like a minute or so before, he he slipped back into himself from there. I was like, oh, okay, we're gonna go back to the end of season one. Um, so I picked up on that, and I was very pleased with myself. Um, but um, but yeah, and then I was like, oh shit, he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to kill her to fix this. Um, and then and then he didn't, and I'm really glad that he didn't. I'm glad they didn't, because that would have been the easy way out for the writers if they just they could have done that very easily um and i'm really glad that they didn't um because yeah i think what we got was really really good and and yeah the conversation with he who remains like you already touched on it mike but you know when i mentioned the time pausing thing but and other things but like just the way it was you know we they set it up with us seeing loki fight her fight sylvie so many times over and over and he who remains dying over and over and over uh and then we get you know loki finally talks to him and is like do something you know fight back don't just sit there and take it and then that's that causes him to just go uh-huh i'm gonna i'm gonna have a chat with you now and then for the tables to then flip when loki reveals that oh it's not the first time they've actually no. talked um yeah that whole it was great and then he who remains his argument like it's it's you know, I mean, it, it's solid, but at the same time, it, it was like, I thought he was going to pick that too. I thought he was, again, I thought he was going to kill Sylvie and I thought he was going to like, let's save the sake, let's save who we can. But then at the same time, you can, I don't know about you, Mike, but I could see the manipulation at work. I think like he was really, he who remains, I think was really trying to manipulate Loki and steer him away from the road, like you know, back towards the road that he paved for him, basically. Because yeah. um, I, I think he knew that uh, an option would be, you know, no, for him to him to re- be remaining dead and then Loki to take, like, to take over, but not in the way that he intended. Um, he he would have known that would have been a possibility, surely. So, yeah. but yeah, it was just, it was, it, the whole thing, yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. I loved, I loved I loved this com- this whole thing. Like, it's this conversation. It's the one he has with Mobius and the one he has with Sylvie. And then, fucking yeah. Anyway, but yeah, what did you think of the He Who Remains? Uh, I yeah, it was really really interesting because we we didn't really see like what came to that. It was just went there, and we 
we're start starting to learn that no Loki actually knows what he's doing. He's sort of playing the part that he hasn't done this yet, and and so he he does trick. He's a trickster, you see, and he tricks. He remains like oh, <laughs> psh, you. That's where we are. It's like where where are you like where now they now they're actually talking as equals, uh, beside. But when the first time they were talking at the end of se- season one, they weren't. He who 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 must remain was was higher than the rest of them and actually scared Loki to death about. Well, you think I'm bad? There's a whole plethora of people that's coming out, and then Loki then Loki decides it's like, okay, well, this is going to happen then. Uh, you're going to die. No more of you, but but I'm gonna do this, and if more Kangs are coming, so be it. And we'll and we'll start yep. from there. Um, yeah, it, and that's because when because when Loki dis, uh, discovered um, how to time slip back into his cell last week, I said, yeah, he's op- he's too OP now. It needs some something needs to happen, <laughs> and yeah, something happened. Um, he decided to be alone, all by himself, and he essentially got permission from Sylvie and Mobius without really saying it, but like. Basically asking permission is like I'm going to be doing this, and you won't know until the absolutely f- the absolute final moments. And yeah, so just sprinkling that little tidbits in, and then yeah, um, uh, yeah, I don't know where to go. From yeah, here. yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. No. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, you're you're right because I yeah he he I think he does make up his mind as to what he's gonna do. Um, when he you know when he's talking to he who remains, um, yeah I think he does. I think that is when he decides. And then yeah, I I just yeah that scene with Mobius in particular, like the scene with Sylvia was really good too, and I'll talk yeah. about it in a sec, but. And that scene, the scene with I love the fact that they go back to the last episode of of the first first season and the first episode of the first season. Yeah, back to glorious purpose, mm. literally. Um, yeah, I I thought that was I thought their conversation was great and like Mobius talking about, you know, himself when he was a hunter and. You know, a lot of the a lot of the speculation online is that you know the two brothers are Thor and Loki. So, um, but I think that's just fans being. No, yeah. he, he he said he said somewhere on Earth, but he could be near he the could bla- be making it up near the Black Sea. Yeah, near the bl- he said near the Black Sea. Yeah. So, and I for for some reason I was thinking probably his own kids as well. And he was talking about it yeah, himself. Yeah, that could be a possibility. And because the little yeah. tidbit of he's one of his sons is a pyromaniac and probably goes and kills people, and and that's his, <laughs> and that was his um, tech his 
thing going from the path, going from the the sacred timeline that he decided not to help. I don't know. Mm. There's more speculation, but the the main story a, yeah, is you can... is you need to uh, sacrifice yourself instead of other things. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like Renslayer did, and there's. There's more questions around her, really. That's what I was thinking. There's probably a season yeah. three. Hmm. Oh, I just think that Elias devoured her, and that's it. I don't know. She had a face of determination, and not a, not a yeah, fear. Yeah, because she was about to die. Mm. I don't know. That's kind of. It looked to me like she was psyching herself up because she was about to die. <laughs> yeah. That's how I took I don't it. Know. But you're right. If you could, you could do more from that, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> She's still more. around. Um, is she still around? Um, yeah, but no, I just like yeah, they just yeah, Loki and Mobius's just discussion was it was really really great and like yeah, just some fantastic performances. Um, but I just love how Mobius, like when it comes down to it, like Mobius is the one that just like really lays it out him um and i like that quote where he's like you know most purpose is more burden than glory um and trust me you never want to be the guy who avoids it because you can't live with the burden Mm. um like yeah it's just just fucking insane this this scene i just loved it i loved it so much um yeah so and then yeah, you get the Sylvie, Sylvie scene, um, where he you know he goes back to uh, last week's episode, and then you know stops them from being spaghettified, um, and you know he tells her what's going on and 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 all of that, and yeah, and then she sticks to her guns still. She's still like, even if even if all these universes are gonna die, they should guy fighting they should have a chance at least if it's you know a minute or a year or however long they should be allowed to exist and free will should be a thing that is allowed to exist and I like I like that I like that that kind of goes into Loki Loki's decision in terms of like finding a way to let all the branches exist um, and not just having a sacred timeline like finding that happy medium between the two um, is yeah, what he who remains, I guess, teaches him, and what Sylvie teaches him, I think. Um, yeah. Did you have any other thoughts on these two conversations that you haven't already said? Um, yeah, just Owen Wilson knocking out of the park. Oh, I haven't really yeah. seen him yeah. do much like like serious stuff because it's all been wow. Um. <laughs> but yeah, props to him. And the silver, sil- silver scene, the the Sylvie scene is going, <laughs> going back to the last moments of his life, basically. Yeah. And and her just yeah being determined is like well, free will needs needs to be even if it it does does yeah. It's still that philosophy. And Loki mm-hmm. decides, you know, 
Let's do both. <laughs> Why not both? Soft tacos and hard tacos. <laughs> and he decides, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Just to please other people. Not just not just be for me. I have a I have a crown now. I have a throne. But I'm just going to remain. Selfless act. Selfless act. And that kind of... I was going to leave it till the end and then come back, but that kind of really sets up something I wanted to mention. Well, it sets up what I wanted to mention about the dialogue in in the show, in this episode, just because there's so many lines that are just either callbacks or Easter eggs or just so perfectly placed in the episode. Like, you know, like... Loki again says to Sylvie, the last thing I want is a throne. Mm. And it's true. That's the last thing he gets. Yeah. He doesn't want the throne. It's but No, but no. But he needs it's, to have the throne like to the lo- do the thing. Yeah, and it's the last mm. thing that he gets. Um and then he who remains has a line where he says, uh, I make the tough choices, that's why I get the big chair. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. Um and then Loki, you know Yeah. Thinking about it, there's no real bad guy in this show. Not really. It's all to do with philosophy. Because uh, he who remains mm. is basically doing it so to stop a war between everyone else and incursions yeah. and Council of Kangs and everything. So he decided to do that and to be by himself mm-hmm. with only Miss Minutes to occupy his remaining time. And then he puts things in place to do it all over again. Mm. Yeah, he sure does. Um, yeah, and then another thing... Um, Loki says, like, I think it's during the, the, the go back to season one, um, scene in the, in the time theater. And Loki says he wants to finish what I started and claim my throne. Um, again, it's foreshadowing. Um, and when, and when he goes back to, like, when he's resolved and he's made his decision and he goes back to the end, the start, the end, um, and it comes in, and it's literally just as uh, timely sticking his head in the thing, and it it says, "Welcome, he who remains." Mm. Like just as Loki comes into the scene, it says that, and I'm like, "Oh, I see what you did there." I know that's that was really cool. Um, and then the other one, which was you know I've already said at the start of the show, um, when he said, you know, when he said, "I know what I what I have to do, what kind of god I have to be," and then he says, "For you, for all of us," and that's taken from the first Thor movie. Yeah, I've seen that meme around. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't watch Thor that much. same thing. It's nice to have a reminder. Yeah. Because you're not not me. I don't Um, know who watches. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he's... Because he says that to... to Odin. um, Yeah, at the end of Mm. Thor. Um, But yeah. But no, it's... And this time he says it to... Him... Mobius and Sylvie. 
So it could be anyone. Maybe it's in Sylvie. Because remember, he's bi. Anyway. Yes, I know. Yes, he is. As much as the show didn't do anything about that, but it that's okay. unspoken. That's, that's it fine. It was an unspoken love. It's fine. I'm... I don't want to talk Shit. about that stuff. Um, I mean, I could, but we'll be here for a while if I no, go into it. So <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. If I need um, that, I'll be on. But top yeah, of it. just anyway. The yeah, the yeah. But anyway, just yeah, the ending of this, just having him, like the way it was shot, the music was exceptional. Just him, like the fact that he came, he's gone through so much, and just came to that realization that he has to be the one to make the sacrifice play, you know, like he has to, yeah, he gets his Tony Stark moment, Hmm. if you will, you know, of just, uh, he has to go do this. And then I, the, the way they visually put this together, I can't wait to see the concept art for this, like these shots of him walking down the gangway, his outfit changing the horns, um, the way that his, his, cape flows behind him and then becomes branches um as well as he's bringing them all in and walking up like and and then just yeah the score under this like natalie holt's score and how fucking fantastic it was throughout the entire of this whole show i mean you know she's another composer i go on and on about but just this the loki score has always been just so good yeah um the this the what do you call it? The the title sequence, the the lo the logo, mm. the, the the Marvel Studios logo going backwards. Yes, I, yes, yes, and that yes. score. I I haven't seen it confirmed or anything, but I have a reason to believe that that score is actually the the sheet music being played backwards of the oh. of the Loki theme. It's because it's really different. It's yeah. it's different from what we know, like like the actual theme of the thing. So, but it definitely mm-hmm. feels like it's basically all the notes on the on the music uh, on the sheet music, but p- put on uh, backwards. So they're actually playing it straight, but backwards notes. It definitely feels like that. Wow. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon. I reckon. That's very cool. You're probably right. You're probably right. It's some. It's definitely some kind of musical nerd shit like that. That would make sense. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, it yeah, was the music and the vehicles. Just watching, was just, it's fantastic. This this whole I yeah, was that in whole scene. Awe. Yeah, same. I was the first time I watched. It, I was just it in awe, in shock, and then the second time I was crying because I was just like, oh my god. Realisation is over. Oh my god. Loki is finally dead. (laughs) It's funny because it's like, he's not dead, but you know, there are certain people that are acting as if if he is almost. I I don't know if it's like, well, he might as well be because we're never going to see him again sort of thing, but who knows. Um. (laughs) Well. Well. Yeah, but no, I just the fact that yeah he finally got his throne and it's and it, this was the price and he he paid it himself and it's just fucking character 
the character arc on this this man far out. They did such a good job. Oh, uh, no, I'm not going to say that. It's sort of ruined it a bit. Okay. Or should I? I mean, you can it, do what you it want. It involves Game of Thrones, though. <laughs> It's like That's the ending fine. of Game of Thrones. The person that should be on the throne is the one that doesn't want it. Brand. The person that should be on the throne. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I'm like, how does well, the that... The person that should be on the throne is the one that doesn't want it. It's Loki. So... Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. He doesn't want the throne, but he... Needs to be on the throne because no one else is suitable for it. Yeah, okay. I get you. Until Obi. I'm still Until hanging on to that thread. <laughs> Until, yeah, it's a good it's a good thing to hang on to. Um, and then, yeah, and then we get that amazing visual of, you know, and, like, just the realisation I had, like, the next day of, like, oh, they've been calling them branches the whole time. <laughs> it makes yeah. sense. Because, like, now... Now we have the timeline. And pruning. The, the yeah. ti- and pruning. The whole thing is now, it's it's Yggdrasil. Like, they, they made, the multiverse is Yggdrasil. And it's it's the world's tree. And it's beautiful and stunning. And Loki's at the heart of it. And it's just, oh my god. Uh, <sighs> so many yeah. feels. Yeah. 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 And when and when the um, leaves die, they go to the ground. They regenerate and trees and circle-ish. <laughs> it's uh, seasons, so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a tree. Yeah, it was great. It's a tree, and then yeah, the TVA you know carries on and um, with a new purpose. You know, they're rebooting with a new purpose, and they're rebuilding. Miss Minutes, and we get a mention of, of the events of Quantumania very briefly. Um, and then, yeah, and then Mobius basically just, yep, having his, be, having his sads. He's being very sad because he's lost his, his best friend or, you know, some, some, some believe, you know, his, you know, soulmate, uh, if you, if you believe that. But um, I, <clears throat> I just, you know, the two, just the two of them. I will miss seeing on my screen and just, and then him, you know, then going off to see his life from a distance and what from a distance and experiencing it. And yeah. And then, yeah. And then, yeah. The final shot of Loki hearing, hearing Mobius's Mm. voice and he's sitting there and it's just, Oh my God. Time pass. (sighs) I'm just going to let time pass. Oh yeah, how how did the sort of epilogue hmm. sit with you? Um, I like it. It definitely tells people what uh, the TBA is going to be doing now, uh, searching for Kangs in case they start acting up, and mm-hmm. it goes into my theories that uh, well, Kangs are coming back. There's, going, there's a citadel of Kangs, and that's that's the mm-hmm. post-credit scene for Quantum Mania. Yeah. So therefore, all of Loki takes place 
before all the other things in the in phase four because I think it's I think it okay. was Loki that made everything to do with the multiverse thing happen. But didn't they? Re- but they totally referenced Quantum Mania, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them? But that was after. So after. Oh, so after Loki oh. decides to be the giving tree, the the the, the guy within the tree. Uh, that's when mul- all the multiverses decided to form, and then we got uh, Far From Home, and then we got Multiverse of Madness because there's now different multiverses happening because of this particular event. Because remember, time in the TVA acts different, so therefore everything that happens in the both Loki series happened in. An instant. Yeah. That's how time works. Because now there's works. little fractures in between time. And and not to spoil the, the Marvels, that's what happened there as well. So now yeah. there are... Yes. Because there used to be just one timeline. And they used to just, mm-hmm. just being pruning them until there's one sacred timeline. Until everything that happened in Loki... And now there are universes combining into other universes. Spider-Mans are coming over, and then and then we have like another another universe in multiverse of madness saying we know this and now we know that, and they're combining and 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 the Marvels happened, <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because of this particular event. Now there actually are um, multiverses happening within the branches of the tree of Loki. So it's Loki's fault. And it's Loki's fault that's and Loki. it's Loki's fault that there's gonna be a war between everyone and Kangs. So therefore Loki is gonna be the Nick Fury and he's going to get every single person from the multiverse to get into this war. He's going to be the Nick Fury of the new thing. So that is my theory. It is mm-hmm. mine. And the story of Loki does not stop here. So there could okay. be another season or that's going to happen within the movies. So it's not so so Okay. Be sad now of his plight, but Loki's coming back. Do not do despair. not despair, fair child. Loki will be here. He's <laughs> he's everywhere. He is the god of stories, and he will be making more stories of getting everyone. X Men, Fantastic Four, Tony Stark maybe, <laughs> but as a hologram, uh, Captain America, <laughs> uh, both Captain Americas, Captain Americas, America. Captain Murkers. You know, Disney's going to spout out all that stuff. And it's like, hey, Scarlett Johansson, come back. We know you're dead, but we'll take you out of time and you can fight a Kang army. But that's if they're going to use Kang. Because it sort of feels like they can probably get a out, maybe, at the end of this. Who knows? So what do you think? Loki's not... 
Yeah, Loki's, no, I like it. Loki, Loki's around. I like it. He, 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 he can look after stuff, and then the Kangs will be against him. So He's like the Madam Web, basically. That's happening now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's good. Um Yeah, no, I like I, I like that cuz yeah, I mean I mean it makes sense. It makes sense. I don't know if they'll do that though, but I feel like I do agree that this is this isn't the last we've seen of mm. Loki. I feel like I feel like he will show up again and I I feel like it probably won't be until Kang Dynasty. Um if it's, if they're still going to do Kang Dynasty as Kang Dynasty, I suppose. Um, I don't know what their plans are, but um, but yeah, yeah, he'll be, you know, because obviously, yeah, as you mentioned, and yes, slight spoilers for the Marvels, you know, we're setting, we're starting to set up Secret Wars, so um, and yeah, Loki definitely could be part of the connective tissue here for that, um, which is really great, just because you know they managed to do. A show that, you know, advanced the plot of the MCU as a whole, but also just didn't sacrifice, didn't do it at the sacrifice of character and story for mm. for the show. You know, because sometimes sometimes the MCU stuff can fall into that trap of, oh shit, we've got to set up the next thing, and it's oh let's not worry about our characters sort of thing, or we don't have enough time or whatever. And and this show had both the time and the yeah the skill to do it right. So, Mm. yeah. It was fun while it lasted. Yes. It was fun while it lasted. And now on to Echo. Yeah, Echo's our next thing. Earthbound. There you go. Something something simple. Something completely different. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Um, Yeah, this was, yeah, this was just epic and fantastic and wonderful and sad and beautiful and yeah it was yeah it was great i'm so glad they they did it right and they yeah and they nailed it i will say um word (sighs) is uh they had to rejigger a lot in in this episode because um the marvel big heads saying no you can't do that and so they had the, <laughs> and the main writer had to write it within a weekend. So, props to them to get well, some, get something done yeah. within that. Absolutely. And apparently, with with a lot of people who read the original episode, saying, "Oh, that's really good. I can't wait for that." And a lot of people saying, "I can't wait for that episode." It's like, nah, it's not going to happen. So. Yeah, it's it's going to be a big what if, what what the big thing that was going to be. Maybe it was too ambitious. Mm. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe. maybe it was the OB thing and he was the original creator and and I was right. Yeah, and <laughs> you were way. right. But it's an alternative time of that would have happened. Mm-hmm. And it was a good show, good show. It was a very good show. All right. Well, on that note, I think we should probably yeah, wrap it up. Yeah, we should. Yes, we should. All right. Um, oh, I'm sad, but it's over. Um, yeah, that's popcorn culture done. Um, our thoughts on Loki 
S episode six, season two, glorious purpose. Um, ah, God, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant television. Um, very happy, very happy. Um, cool. Well, that is that is all we've got. Um, yeah, that's all she wrote. Nothing else left. No more show to show. So, uh, I guess I'll just count it down. A one, a two, a three. And, and that, that was a podcast, was a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yeah. Wrong one. <laughs> uh, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and whatever you want to call Twitter. Uh, for the if you like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head on over to our YouTube.com slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're on Twitch right now, give us a follow. And if you're on YouTube, you know, hit the subscribe button, ring the bell icon to keep you updated with future content. And I've been the Matt Berry version, alternative version of Michael Lister. <laughs> and you just experience a podcast called Fred. Yeah, Freddy lives, Loki dies, but does he? The doctor is in and etc etc. <laughs> yes. Uh, look after yourself. Do that. Everybody. Please do that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, Nathan's Peters. And